0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: My pussy bee yanking. Got this nigga feeling hypnotized. Close your eyes. Hold my thighs. <laughs> We're going to enjoy this ride. Why you do this to me, Rod? <laughs> I see this, that Magnum wrapper nigga. That's the perfect size and you can hit it whenever. Ain't got a fantasize. Look like you tried. I suggest you pop a pill or two. You got to keep up when I make this thing do what it do
2: hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen we are in the house yeah we is uh on a sunday um i don't know why ty was trying to front on them lyrics uh some of the hottest <laughs> one of the hottest verses uh since you know since that's my jam right now you know what i mean uh but he tried to act like he didn't know those lyrics by heart that's fine uh but we have a special <laughs> guest on the sunday um you know it's here on the blackout test celebrating uh light-skinned people this month a lot of people don't know it's pride week it's pride month and part of the lbgtq community is light-skinned people man so <laughs> we said you know a lot of a lot of they count in the queue man a lot of them be questioning their heritage and shit but we want them to be proud man so we invited uh and on last week yep and this week man we had to go get another light-skinned brother man uh what's going on ty nothing much Ooh, yeah Mm, so uh-huh. good. So good. Just like, yeah. it just throws me back to the nineties, man. I remember where I was when it broke out, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's Ty Diamond from the Hot Pie Podcast. And also, I thought it was a joke on his Twitter account. He is a realtor now. You can uh, email him, Ty ba- Battle at com. Well, no, no, actually that's the,
1: uh, that's the website. You go to Ty oh, at right. Yeah. Dot metrobrokers, uh, dot com. And it's still in the process of being fixed up because I actually just joined them. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can still contact me through there, and I can take care of you guys in GA, Georgia. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Now, you specialize in the uh, balloon payments and high-interest loans? Like, how you do it?
1: Well, yeah, I am uh, specifically assigned to uh, take down the black uh, community and the Mm -hmm. credit. So uh, we definitely (laughs) do uh, balloon payments. We're trying to get as many of them as homeless as possible uh, so that way we can start the purge in the next 10 years.
2: Well, if you guys would like to be taken down in the black community, man, um, make sure y'all hit hit him up, man. Yeah, um, you, you
3: know his last name is Diamond, so y'all gonna be paying for all those diamonds when y'all, mm-hmm. you know, get up with him with the paper.
2: Well, it's lame. It, it's battle on the um you know, it's battle on the site, you know, um or as they pronounce it in New Orleans, bat Um but you know, he don't <laughs> he don't, he don't he don't go by that all the time. Um but yeah, man, make sure you do that. Uh first of all, how's everything been going with the Hot Pod Podcast, man?
1: Oh, uh, everything's been uh, going pretty good. We haven't done one in about a few weeks just because we've been busy. Mm-hmm. Uh Kevin's been working and I've been working and, and uh dating these chicks, so you know
2: how <laughs> yeah, that is. I know how it is. Um now is it also because the Heat uh were struggling and uh Kevin is a front runner who lost a lot of faith in the team and didn't want to do a show?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Kevin was definitely worried, but uh, when LeBron pulled it out, he definitely pulled put up that uh, LeBron King pic in his Facebook real
2: mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, he back. He all the way back he, now.
1: He back um, in summer LeBron, summer LeBron. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. I wasn't even worried, dog. I wasn't even worried. Year of the King is what I'm going calling this officially. Uh, we're going back with Year of the King. Uh, a lot of people trying to make it summer of LeBron too. No, we had 365 days of LeBron. And we're gonna get some more in the summer, so uh, we're gonna call it the year of the king. Uh, he back, y'all. Um, yeah, and when, when we
3: watched the game, we watched the game at a at the bar.
2: And, oh yeah, a and, white bar too. Yes, so you know they was pretending to be Spurs fans. Yes. <laughs> shout out to shout out to those guys. Well, they just play the right way. They're good people. Uh, what what Tony Parker do? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: and, and the funny part about it is that uh, one of Derek's uh, best buddies is white. So after LeBron won, Derek was like, now nah, I'm tired of him. They get off his dick. And I was like, you right, Derek? And everybody else looked at Derek like, mm hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was uh, really going in on them because um, uh, if you give me somebody to troll during the game, it just goes to the next level. So I was able to troll them live during the game as these niggas was uh, pulling for the, for the Spurs or pretending to pull for the Spurs. Yeah, pretending yeah uh and uh the way lebron played was so great because in the fourth quarter he hit every go-ahead bucket so i was able to celebrate every time and it, it was it didn't get no easier through the timeouts because he hit a, a jumper to put him up for and then i would be like oh in your face like an mvp is supposed to do and they'll be like oh man you know pop gonna drop something up and uh whenever they come back i would be like why is tony parker on the bench everybody <laughs> Manu Turnovli is about to give the game away and it, uh, it was good man um, oh, yeah. Manu
1: definitely gave that, the game away but oh, yeah. LeBron like, Lebron's so good like I had someone on the top counter and I had to jump to get it I, I had to like look both ways because I felt like LeBron was <laughs> going to come block me right
2: was, <laughs> if you try to holler at a chick you got to look both ways because yeah. he might come out and cock block you is he can't help himself at this point <laughs> <Mm-mm>. yeah uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that for sure too. Um Because uh, I gotta play that Levitator rant, man. Everybody's been sending it to me, and uh, Give definitely Give it to me learn. again. Yeah. Give it to me again. I know oh, he was I acting. I love angering. that old man. Um, of course, man. This is the Blackout Test podcast. Find us at theblackouttest.com. dot uh, com. You can still sign up at theblackouttest.com dot com slash premium uh, for to be a premium member. Uh You can donate to the show one time or recurring, totally up to you um don't forget join our website by the way if you want to do any of these things um just go register you can also uh, subscribe mm-hmm. put your email in there uh you can check out the store you can check out tumblr all this shit uh i always forget to tell you guys we have a store but we do have a store um make sure you guys uh donate your account to the to the uh site uh so that you can promote us on facebook and twitter else you're racist um, the official weapon of the show is The taser An unofficial sport It's bullet ball And bullet, and bullet ball, ball is stream. Stream. Exactly, Ty Diamond Eggs, fuck exactly That's why I had you on the show Ooh. Um, and don't forget Leave us five star reviews on iTunes We read them on the show Regardless of content Uh, you can say whatever you have to say It'll get read And nobody else can promise you that, guys Nope Um, I mean, they can promise But come on yeah, They we, can't deliver We the originators Nothing better You know, we invented shit This podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions oh, oh shadow dog <laughs> <laughs> we got a new they got a new dead room trailer on youtube and they would love for everybody to swing by and check it out and it sounds pretty easy i don't know why you wouldn't do that uh so i think if you're in the chat right now if you're listening to this shit somewhere out in the streets go to theblackoutils.com check out uh it'll be on the front page just click on that youtube video and uh like it put a thumbs up on that shit play it um you know it, it helps them and it helps us and you know the more money they get the more money we get you know it's like uh puff daddies you know to well no we like puff daddy to them i guess i don't know uh one of us is in each other's videos guys and uh we can use y'all's help yes also if you leave a comment on the youtube page you will be automatically entered into a drawing to win a free copy of the pilot episode of the show. You have from now until Friday to leave a comment on that video and one person who does will be sent a digital copy of the first episode of their new TV series, Dead Room. Check it out today. Tell them what you think. It really helps us out, so do that shit. Um, All right, man, I got random thoughts. I got a bunch of shit, actually, but let's start with these random thoughts. First things... First, I was watching TV, and I saw a commercial. It was for KFC. It was black people, and they was all having a cookout or family reunion or something with black people. And I said, okay, that's appropriate. I appreciate them going there and saying black people eat chicken. I feel like so many people are afraid to step on these stereotypes, but they true. Black people do love chicken. What's so bad about that? Everybody loves chicken. But then I got offended, man. I got deeply offended because... The the hook of the commercial was behind the grill, a black man mm-hmm. was ha- handing out chicken, but it was from a bucket of grilled chicken. Karen.
3: Oh, I, rem- I I think I seen that one where. Uh, like it's like a couple, mm-hmm. and she complains. She's like, mm-hmm. "Nigga, you can't grill like that." Mm-hmm. Right? She's like,
2: "She's like, Derek's a real man. He yeah. knows how to handle the grill."
3: You, you ain't worth you. You're worthless, and your dick is small because you can't grill no chicken. I was like, "What kind of
2: right. co- chicken commercial is this?" I was very offended too because one, I've never been to a cookout when nobody comes over and looks at the grill ever. It's like they checking your manhood. If you get on the grill. every man in everyone with the penis at least is obligated to walk by your grill and pretend like you don't know what the fuck you're doing that's just how it goes
0: yeah
2: (laughs) grilling is the easiest shit in the world but they got to check you on it on some man card shit like "Mm, i hope you ain't fucking that chicken up and
3: you know what i call bullshit grilling is not easy if you don't know what the fuck you're doing you can ruin tons and tons of meat and chicken and everything else some people stay your ass away from the grill
2: spoken like a true woman but for all, all of us with a set, you know what I'm saying, guys. All a of us set with of a set of what? Of dice, of dice. Okay.
3: What? Oh, okay. I must have
2: set of breasts because, you know, they come in twos, too. Mm-hmm. All of us with a set out there, we know how to get on the grill. It doesn't take, it's just in your DNA. You got it or you don't. Okay. A set of ovaries, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. they come in a set, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just set a set of dice. That's all set. I don't know why I turned this to a sexual thing. Um, all of us with a, with a pair. I'm trolling you in the background as you continue to go on with the show. Uh, Uh, We all understand that it's in our DNA. There's no learning curve. You just get to the grill and you know what to do. You know, it's natural. Mm-hmm. um i don't need to read a book mm-hmm. i don't need to watch a tv show mm-hmm. i just put that meat on the grill mm-hmm. and i get it done that's what i do okay man. Mm-hmm. um and every you know a lot of people out there can identify mm-hmm. with exactly what i'm saying like half the population knows exactly what i'm talking about um,
3: okay yeah yeah
2: so so i was offended though that this nigga was handing out grilled chicken from a bucket. And nobody noticed And everybody was black It's like it made it more offensive Like you can even fool niggas With this chicken And I said Fuck y'all KFC I never eat that again dog First the double down Now this shit <laughs> Ah n-
3: yeah. n- Nobody was checking For the um, Just the uh, Grease smell No no older no, than the air You no. know When you open it up You get the big puff of steam That goes up Nobody was checking For none of that
2: Right And then yeah. I-, I thought They were gonna make it worse And then have them Eat the bones too And be like See niggas are real stupid Ah
1: They'll eat the bones,
2: right? They'll eat the bones, and they don't know what the fuck is that is out of out of a bucket.
1: I mean, I agree with you, Rod. Man, the commercial had me offended, and then they had the guy dressed up in white in a plantation style setting. Uh Uh, yeah, just grinding my gears.
2: The only thing that the only thing that was missing was if um that fucking uh Mister Colonel Sanders if Colonel Sanders would have walked by and been like (laughs) back back to work niggers, and then walked off. That would have been.
4: That'd That'd was the, perfect great. Ending,
2: the perfect ending The perfect um the other thing i was thinking about too i was playing some video games this weekend and shit um or this week and um one of them i was getting a bunch of money i was getting a bunch of cars i was out there getting these hoes i was going on dates everything and i realized like you, you ever play a video game and you get depressed about your real life because you're not out here collecting money and going to people's houses and taking their shit and. <laughs> yeah, and breaking their hands end and yeah. beating up their kids. You can't and, just yeah. jump out of a car going 70 and land on the ground and not be hurt. You just lose a couple health points. Like. Of course. I felt, I felt kind of like sad because I was like, this will never happen, man.
3: Yeah, you don't randomly find money in, you know, bookshelves and. Right. And on the ground.
2: Yeah. Know, there's no treasure chest out here in the real world. Like if I go it's to sure the park. Like and I walk around until I find a treasure chest, and I just take what's in it. There's more than likely I'm gonna get arrested for theft. Of course. So sure.
3: And and you know what? And in the video games, once you get outside a certain realm, they don't just turn around and reset and go back where they came from. They will right. follow your ass.
2: Yeah, I, right. I I felt bad. Like in the video game, if you if you the cops are chasing you and you get out of their zone like they don't come back later like they don't like file a warrant they don't put an apb ah. out on your car like you're not just randomly you're not you're not on the six o'clock news yeah you're not randomly taking a shower a week later in the video game and then the cops bust in like yeah just the nigga that stole that shit they they just forget about it so yeah i I got kind of jealous of my video game dog i had to stop i had to turn it off Ah, what play game was you else. Playing? Uh, i was playing some sleeping dragon uh, I mean, sleeping dogs. I'm about to never heard of that
1: one. Oh nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, I fixed it myself. Uh, yeah, Somebody got to call me out on that. Fixed it myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was playing sleeping dogs. Um, and, uh, I, I, I was all depressed, man. I was like, this nigga got a nice ass car and I'm jacking people for their even better cars, taking them to my garage, man. And it's like, damn, you can't do that in real life. Um, all right. Let's talk about what everybody came here to talk about. What's that? I got my tattoo dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but people that want to know the tattoo process is very easy, man. I walked up in there. I read Nicole, uh, Nick Jews, uh, you know, whole shit about, you know, tattoos and everything. And I was, you know, like, damn, this shit sounds hella complicated. She's talking about, it could take like, you know, weeks or months to get an appointment and all this stuff. I was like, fuck, you know, that sounds like I was hoping to just get this shit over with. I don't want to be thinking about, yeah, got to get that tattoo for a month. I already been thinking about it for a month and a half, you know? so i was like uh yeah uh let me go find out who knows what's up on tattoos so i went to my facebook page and i said hey anybody got a tattoo in the charlotte area where did you get it from and so my friends started chiming in and one of them told me tattoo bills which is a place that's always been up the street for me when i was uh younger so i knew where it was at and she was about my my complexion and uh i liked her tat so i was like okay cool you know so it sounds like, you know, uh not to be racist. He know what he's doing with black people, so I can fuck with that. Um, and then a couple other people chimed in, but they was like light skinned or white, and I was like, I can't take these people's opinions seriously. I mean Oh lord. Who knows how the ink reacts to light skinned flesh or white people flesh, man, it could be completely different. Um
3: Oh, they got special ink they use on those colours?
2: I don't know what, you know, I, I'm assuming that, you know, uh, Yeah,
1: they, the the needles that they use on blacks, they have to have like a little suction to take the chicken grease up as mm-hmm. they put the ink down. Oh, the
2: exactly. Grease. So there. exactly. It makes sense to me. So, uh, you know, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and get, uh, get this shit taken care of or whatever. I go in and I'm ready to schedule my shit. I go in my copy of, you know, Nick Jews, like they might want to draw the the, the the design. They might want to do this and that. So I'm like, I guess it's going to take them a couple of days. Let me just go in there and sit. And dude was like, uh, can I help you? I said, yeah. Oh yeah. When I walked in, it was like 17 white dudes sitting in the lobby. Uh, I don't know if that's hell angels or what, but I was just like, I was like, Hmm, I hope nothing bad happened here. This might be my last trip to anywhere. Um, and they were all tatted up and pierced and shit. So I was even like more nervous. So I walked down to like from the lobby into like where the register is. And I was like, Hey man, I need to get, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start looking at the work. He's like, can I help you? he was already helping some customers i was like yeah i need to get a um, tattoo as my first one so he was like okay cool let me see what it is and i showed him the design that i printed out on eight by eleven paper which uh is way too big because was huge that's not how big i wanted to get it on my body so yeah. he was like you want this just like this and i was like i guess just like that i mean he was like but this size i was like oh well now nah, i want it on my arm and he was like well you we gotta shrink this down because this shit'll wrap around your whole arm oh, and i was that like that's the truth Ooh. i was like yeah you right so um he uh took he took it and shrunk it down and i showed him like how i wanted it and everything and he was like okay cool man um uh, we should be able to get to this like in a couple minutes i was like what <laughs> Like, I came here. I got to go pick my wife up for lunch. I just came here to get the estimate and shit, dog.
3: <laughs> yeah, because my car. They like, you had
2: prepared me to be wanting to wait a couple, like, prepared to wait at least a couple days, if not a few weeks. So, I definitely wasn't ready to do my shit at that moment. <laughs> yeah, like
3: at that moment. He was like, yeah, come on. And the, the thing is, like, uh, my car is in the shop. So, we're down to one car. So, Roger normally comes either pick me up or we go do something for lunch. And so, uh, later on, he hit a, took a hack. I was like, you could have got it done. He was like, no, you'd been mad. I promised you some Panera Bread.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like this, like the text before this, this, this day was all like, all right, I'm going to stop by Panera Bread. Check out this tattoo thing. Um, I'll get you something to eat bring it, bring it, bring it with me when I come pick you up for lunch. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. And then, she, then I was like, uh, dude was like, you can get this tattoo. I said, how long would it take? About an hour. I'm looking at the clock like, well, shit, then I probably wouldn't even get to pick up my wife until like two or so. Karen had said she wanted to get it, like record the shit. So I was like, she's definitely not going to be able to record it today, but maybe in a couple of days she could take off or something like that or whatever. Um, And uh also, you know, I, I got to go bring up this food. So I was like, no. And when I said all that on Twitter, Karen's like, well, you could have done. It. I was like, no, that's bullshit. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> because if i would have been like yeah i decided to get a tattoo instead good luck with lunch like you know i so i i I, I didn't get it that day um i came back a couple of days later at noon when they opened up or whatever um we already coordinated karen could take a late lunch and shit she wasn't gonna go um record it or anything because she couldn't get off work but i was like that's cool um Cause just in case I cry like a bitch, I don't need that on camera. <laughs> I want to record it. <laughs> um, I
3: wanted to. I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, what you mean I can't record? I almost started crying. And I went into one the getting a tattoo. I was like, I
0: can't be there to record it for the people.
2: The worst part, though, was in my mind. I kept thinking, like, I, I, this is before I got the tattoo. But the two days before, I, was, I kept thinking that the needle had to be hot for some reason. I don't know why I was thinking that. I was just like, yeah, it's going to be burning hot. And they're gonna be putting it to my skin. It's gonna feel like a cigarette. And then I remember waking up one in the middle of the night, being like, "That's fucking stupid. It's just a needle. They not gonna. It's not gonna be hot at all."
1: What?
3: Uh, what were you gonna say, Ty?
1: No, I was just about to say, well, we can always videotape uh when you get to three hundred subscribers and get the uh, show initials across the
2: stomach. Nah, that's like not gonna that. happen. To, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I like that, that just a rumor. I like that everybody got plans for my body now because uh, I put it on the line <laughs> one time um but yeah I, for some reason i was just like yeah man this shit gonna burn like motherfucker and then i realized it was and i was like the fuck am i worried about it? i'll be fine um so i went in there on thursday or whatever at noon uh two women were in front of me they both went to a boys to men new kids on the block concert <gasps> and decided that they need to get some japanese best friends tattoos that night i mean that day
3: wow uh,
2: and i'm assuming they had been up since the concert the, the, the <laughs> this morning it was like, we need to get this done right away, girl.
3: 24 hour binge. Then they was like, we, we ain't going to sleep till we get these tattoos.
2: Yeah. And then it's like, they weren't helping because they showed like the dude was like, this is the design. You only pulled it out in front of everybody. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you want it on your arms? Like, yeah. And then they were like, oh my God, that's going to hurt. And I was like, bitches, shut up. Go get your tattoo. Like, Don't. <laughs> Nobody was asking for your approval or your opinion. Um, And so, you know, they went ahead and uh, were like, okay, let's, uh. Go ahead and get this tattoo going. You need it. That was like, you need to shrink it down or anything. I was like, yeah. Um, the, it was still a little too big. So we had to make it like 60% or something like that. So he made it a little bit smaller. Um, and then he goes like, I was like, so how much is this going to cost? And cause I had told, he had told me before like 160 to 180 or something like that. And so I was like, how much is this going to cost? And he was like, uh, hmm, uh, let's see. What did I tell you? last time i said he told me 160 to 180 or something like that no you told me 180 and he was like okay well you're shrinking it down a little bit uh you gonna get any shading on it and i was like uh i guess if that makes it look better he's like oh you're gonna want the shading to make it look better i was like okay cool let's get the shading he's like well uh, let's go 160 and i was thinking like yo man the fuck is the, like, how do y'all calculate <laughs> this shit? Like, I don't want to argue you down, cause honestly, is, you know, I look at it like getting a waiter to bring you your food. You don't want an attitude with the motherfucker that's gonna do your tattoo, right? I'm not gonna be like, no, nah, motherfucker, 130, I know you're trying to trick me, and then my arm end up fucked up and bleeding for 17 days, like, I don't know. He might be like, you know, actually use dirty needles, uh, a lot of people think it's supposed to be clean, but. <laughs> Uh, that's a real big misconception in the tattoo industry. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just taking his word for it. So he's like, uh, well, let's make it 160 then. Uh, you know, that's with the shading and everything. And I'm thinking like, that's gonna be plus tax. Nigga, it was 160. Like. Oh, even? I, yeah, I don't know what.
3: He <laughs> ain't had no tax or nothing. He was like, look, 160. What
2: this is this? a drug deal? Right. <laughs> this shit felt unofficial. It's like 160. I was like, I wish I would have paid cash. I don't know if I want a record of this transaction Imagine or not. I know but um so he goes out and um i go in the back and he introduced me to mike uh he goes on magic mike and he's gonna be doing my tattoo we got a bunch of work going on around there and shit uh he had one where a woman's tattoo had faded and he had just redone the tattoo he touched it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it looked real dope um like he had a lot of good art man so i was like cool you know i had already looked through his art book two days before so i was pretty i was pretty hype about it um so I go in the back. He breaks out two fresh needles.
1: Yeah, dog, two mm-hmm.
2: needles. Two needles. <laughs> and um, one of them was like a like a more direct, pointy needle, like what you guys are familiar with. If you go to the doctor and shit, it it just, draw
3: blood. Yeah, yeah,
2: like a real like tiny, you know, just kind of pricks you or whatever. The other one was kind of a flat, broader needle. You know, a li- not big, but just flat, like a flat tip. You know, almost like a screwdriver, um, flathead and it was so uh,
3: longer and wider
2: it wasn't longer it was just wider like it was you know flat and wide um and it's not much bigger or anything but it's just a different you know type of needle okay that one's used for the shading and the other one is used to like do the lines and the outlines in your tat so we started with the out the 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 one that does the outlines first and uh what they do is they actually take your design because i always thought they would be drawing on your skin me too no, what they do is they take the design and they make this like, uh, copy on this sheet of paper that is, uh, like really thin. And they, when they put the paper on your arm or wherever your body part is, they take a little bit of water wetness and put it on top of it. And that leaves an imprint on your skin. Just like those, uh, not permanent tattoos. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then they, they, then they take that shit and, um, you know he was like he put it on my arm he's like what do you think about that is it too high up and i was like i guess that's fine i don't know you the tattoo nigga like why are you, why I are guess you asking you
3: no know, he asking you because he's like look if once i start this is where it's gonna be so is this okay with you
2: well i'm still asking him because i don't know like oh, really it's like how does it look okay. to you man like i told you where i want it like uh is this some shit you're gonna be able to pull off or not bro and he's like go look in the mirror i go ahead and look and i was like i guess it's fine i don't, i don't know like that sounds about right and then he was like nah it's probably too hot let me just put it back i was like why'd you even ask me motherfucker so uh <laughs> then he moved it down a little bit and uh he put the put the tat you know the the he made it wet again and all this shit um and the whole time he's like preparing his needles and shit and like we're talking about different stuff it's like oh so what is this tattoo about i told him about the podcast told him about you know the 100 subscribers the 130 subscribers uh Told him about the whole, uh, you know, um, this will be my first hat and all that stuff and the design and, uh, that clove drew it or whatever and all this stuff. He's like, yeah, man, that's crazy. That's good. You know, I'm going to start me a podcast, but you know, um, he was kind of a hippie. He was like, I'm going to make my podcast going to be about collaboration, you know, cause <laughs>
3: collaboration on oh, you know, what
2: he's like, you know, a lot of collaboration and stuff going on out here. Uh, you know, I would, you know, like to collaborate with people and you know the podcast would be about collaboration and i was like okay that's with the cool.
3: forest and the trees, yeah i'm like flowers and the bees yeah
2: i'm like that that's cool that's cool bro. um you know Sound I like a hippie it. right he was kind of a hippie um and he was i was like yeah you know but uh he was like so uh do you want to get the shading and stuff And i was like yep let's do that uh it's gonna make it look better and all this stuff he was like yeah that's true uh it's gonna make it pop I, I was like, uh, why does the shading hurt more than the other shit? He was like, man, pain is just temporary. And I was thinking like, that means yes. Yeah, it does. Um, and so I was like, yeah, dog, you know, pain is temporary. I'd rather, I'd rather it hurt for an hour and I had this shit on my body forever and look good. than um, you know, the shit, you know, hurts for 30 minutes, but then my shit doesn't look good. So he's like, yep, that's how I feel. And he went to work on my skin, dog. And, uh, the first needle, it hurts a little bit, man. Um, it's kind of annoy, more of an annoying pain. And the way they do it is they basically have to like, they, they, well, the way he does it is they use the needle and then they dip it into some ink and then he put the needle on you again, dip it into some ink. So there's little reprise between the pain. Like, like a it's quill? Not, yeah, like a quill. Like there, it's not like a long enduring pain. It's like five seconds stop, five seconds stop, five seconds stop and i'm guessing like your adrenaline kicks in so it doesn't hurt as bad as it would i i'm, I'm assuming but uh you know he he, he asked to oh and first he has to test the needle on my skin to see like how tough it is and all this so the first few times he wasn't even going in my skin it was just poking me like no that's not it hold on let me turn it up a little bit and then eventually it's like oh no no no, that's the skin you got me now bro you uh <laughs> you in there uh,
3: what is it what you mean how to what, pe- what what is people made out of uh wolverine skin i don't understand this well
2: cam when you have skin like mine, uh a tough manly man uh a lot of times you know it takes more you know it's like when i got my wisdom teeth removed and the dude was like those were the toughest teeth i've ever removed and i was like of course man made of adamantium <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so he starts doing the needle and shit and he's talking to me the whole time so it's a little bit kind of scary anyway you know what i mean because like i'm trying not to be no bitch but this nigga ah. is talking to me and then putting a needle in my skin and expecting me to answer these questions you know, it was like torture or some shit. Where it was like, so, uh, you know, what, what made you guys decide, you know, to do a podcast? And uh, his <laughs> I, I was like, well, you know, uh, podcasting is uh, a medium that we were really considering and, uh, things were really complicated. And, uh, uh, we had a blog at first and the internet following and, uh, uh, you know, like, to catch a yeah, like, uh, and I was leaving my one arm that he was working on relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I was leaving that shit like smooth like this shit ain't even phasing me nigga i'm good you know what i'm saying i get tattoos in these streets all the time do what you gotta do but every other part of my body was tense as fuck man i was like grabbing my arm like i use my arm to grab my leg and shit like <laughs> put <putting> my fingernails <laughs> into my leg like ah that's how i like everything outside of but i was just like i'm not gonna let him see me cry because i ain't no bitch man so um i didn't cry anything um and i didn't even say ouch not once anything like that even when he fucked up this one time because like he went to go get some more ink and the pen accidentally hit the 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 um, needle accidentally hit my arm for a second It's like oh my bad i was like mm-hmm, i'm good bro you know i'm tough nigga plus i saw people getting other work and so it's like you back there in a cubicle but it's like six other people getting work back there and it's like this one old white lady and shit like i can't be crying in front of this old white lady ah! she getting more work than me and she not crying it's she a gangster man she been doing that shit for years dog. yeah this one big ass black dude came in to get like one of those samoa arm tattoos and he was just getting this shit touched up and then he was like directly in the cubicle next to mine so i was like i don't want him looking in here to see me being like god damn nigga Like I wanted him to look in there and be like, yeah, yeah, brother. We tattoo brothers in solidarity. And I was like, yeah, my nigga, we, we out here getting these tattoos. Um, so yeah, he, he was tagging me up, man. And that shit, like the regular outline and everything probably took, I don't know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and like they are right. At some point you do start phasing out. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. Although what was weird was I was trying to alternate because I'm trying to keep my mind off of what's going on, but I'm alternating between looking at the shit and not looking at the shit. Cause sometimes I'm like, oh. if I don't look, it's like, it's not even happening. You know, like when you get a shot at the <laughs> doctor, I'm like, I'm gonna look over here at this other show. I'm like looking at his artwork intensely. I probably like, memorize this nigga's cubicle. I'm looking at his artwork intensely. Like, mm, that's a nice dragon dog. <laughs> but then sometimes I'm like, damn, how long is it going to take? So I look back and I'm like, oh, it looked like he almost done, you know, so I, I would look at that shit, too. And then you're watching the needle like poke your flesh as you're like looking at it and the feeling of pain. So that was cool. Um, but like I said, that actually you get used to that needle and it stops hurting after a while. Then this nigga. Pulled out the motherfucking shading needle, dog, and that shit does hurt oh snap (laughs) like that shit was different as fuck man and he really got to kind of get in there but um you know the and the shading shit like it's not apparent at first it just looks like like he's just throwing ink on your skin almost just like i don't get you know like i don't get what this needle is doing it didn't really start to quote unquote pop until he got to the end but you know and the shading is all by his discretion so it's up to him to be like okay her neck needs shading her her arm uh, your arm needs shading shit like that and it makes it more 3d or whatever so he started shading this shit and i'm just look, like that was at the point where i was like don't talk let's not talk you know <laughs> what i mean let's just <laughs> ah, i don't want to talk about collaboration i want to talk about podcast ain't I don't no more talk, love
3: going on in the queue yeah
2: my twitter following like that was the time when he started talking to me i was having the hardest time thinking like because he was like yeah uh so, you know, one of the things, you know, with phones and all this stuff, it's like people are less close than they ever been. You know, I went down my neighbor's house and, you know, I talked to them for like a couple of hours. I met new people, but I feel like, you know, that's one of the problems with Facebook and Twitter is meeting new people. And what? And, and, and you know, you, you feel like, you know, people, but you really don't. And then, like, every time we finish talking it's back to the tattoo with the shading. And then he expected me to answer. And I'm just like, mm hmm yeah <laughs> that's true mm. yeah people people change not of whimpering no nah, i wasn't whimpering but i was i was definitely not i was definitely not talking as much i'll just be like i was giving <laughs> like one away. i was giving like one word answers and shit like that is correct mm. mm-hmm. good job buddy how much longer is he gonna do that and so also as he's deciding <laughs> Every time he, because he, he like puts ink on your skin without the needle first like just to be like, okay, I'm going to put some shading right here. And I'm like looking at my shit like, damn he going to do that. Well, maybe he'll stop. Nope. He going to put some more there. Okay. Well, maybe that's it. Nope. He going to put some more there. And then even after he started putting the shading, didn't he start adding shading where he hadn't put marks at? Like, oh yeah, you got to do these eyes again. I'm like, mm, yeah, better do the eyes. Got to get it right. Oh, oh. And then like he's doing that shit. And then he got to the top of our heads, and he's like, uh, you want me to fill in her hair? And I was thinking, like, you know, would it really be that bad if my wife's, <laughs> hair, my ah, wife's hair was clear? You know, I mean.
3: She ain't got, she ain't we need no coloring.
2: Yeah. Do they have to know that shit? But then I was like, you know what? Uh, I can't have her arm on my head. I can't have her on my arm looking like she got clear hair, dog. Like, <laughs> ah, that's a bad look. Everybody know not hair not clear. That's, you know, this <laughs> people gonna look at my tattoo and be like this nigga bitched out man got to the end and was like Mm-mm, just leave it blank it hurts too much <laughs> and i was like that's a lot of shading and uh he put it in man like he put the whole hair and everything so karen's hair cost me an extra five minutes of pain or whatever but uh the, i thought the tattoo came out good but since i don't know much about tattoos you know he told me about the aftercare and everything and let me tell y'all something dog the people that talk about tattoos and aftercare they don't know what the fuck they be talking about. bro. I realized that, too. I got so much misinformation, man. I just believe what the dude told me to do and was like, I'm not listening to none of y'all niggas because he was like, uh, first things first. You know, I'm wrapping it up in, in plastic. But when you get home, you can unwrap this like an hour after I'm done, unwrap it and you'll be fine. Um, I go on Twitter and motherfuckers are like, leave it wrapped up, dog. Wrap yeah, it forever.
3: That's what I was hearing.
2: Yeah. He was like, uh, if you leave it wrapped up you will get, uh, you, it's like a breeding ground for disease. It's like, that that's how you get sick. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna make sure that I unwrap this shit. Uh, whatever. He was like, get some aquaphor, uh, from the, your local store. But he's like, and I like this about Mike. He's like, but you know, you got black skin. So. Make sure that you, you know, you can use cocoa butter and other shit. And I was like, Mike, that's why I fuck with you, dog. Cause a lot of white people would have tried to be like, oh, it's black skin. I don't know. Uh, you know, African American gentleman such as yourself. He was just like, it's black skin. Put that cocoa butter on that dog. I it was works. Appreciate like, <laughs> it. Cause, um, but yeah. And he said, don't use all these like healing ointments it's that people you, tell you to use. Yeah. He was like, don't use that shit. And a lot of people was like, yeah, man, just put some antibiotics on. He's like, don't do that shit
3: what is it supposed to do
2: um well he said it will make it'll try to make it heal um and it'll scab up and then you'll want to scratch it too and he was like he was like he was like it might scab up it might not but what you don't want to do is scratch your scabs because it kind of takes the ink with it and your shit's gonna look all fucked up so uh he was like if you go with that aquaphor it kind of kills the itching and it's what burn victims use um so it kind of keeps you from scabbing and so far so good i don't know how long it's gonna take but there's very little scabbing on my shit at all, man. Um, and, uh, he, yeah. And so, it he was like, just make sure you wash it with, with, uh, soap and, a warm towel, like once or twice a day. And then you, you put that, uh, aquifer on there four or five times a day and you be good, man. And it's been healing fine so far. Um, it still looks good. And a lot of people would give me compliments on it, man. Like everywhere I go, somebody stopped me and be like, hey, man, I like that tat yeah you know, like, thanks, especially man. when we
3: go out to eat and stuff because some of these places we go to all the time and they be like hey like they're looking like i ain't said that last week when you came in here
2: yeah i like that people feel like they can tell other people to look at my tattoo too that's, yes like this girl was really like oh that's a tattoo what is that and i was like yeah uh you know it's a tattoo i got uh, the other day she's like it's new i was like "Yep." she's like is that you and your wife and i was like yep that's us She's like oh that's cool that's cool it, that's really good work it looks great i was like thank you hey samantha come here look at this tattoo <laughs> yes i'm like i was like bitch we trying to eat you i just I want, want my sushi yeah i just want uh jasmine roll and but uh yeah i know
3: i want a dynamite roll with some what what are we talking about yeah
2: here? why why are we looking at my tat all of a sudden but uh that was cool another dude was trying to holler at this mexican lady he was at work uh at the gas station and I, ah! bought, I bought two gatorades from him and then the mexican lady came over to get something and he was like hey you still you still got a man and i was like nigga are you gonna ring me <laughs> up or are you gonna holler at this your coworker?" worker she was like uh she just looked at him like i don't speak english and then he was like uh you still alone i mean you alone yet and then he says however you say alone in spanish and i was like nigga this transaction is a two for three two Gatorade for three dollar transaction uh-
3: <laughs> let's let hurry this process up
2: i gotta do a podcast um this is taking too long and he was like oh man i like your tattoo man look good man that's that's dope i was like appreciate it man he's like is them your initials i was like who got five initials yes
3: yes people asking that stuff like on facebook they was like what especially if they didn't are not fans of the show or they yeah. just follow roger was like what does that mean who is that what are that what is those initials right uh quick question i uh,
1: will not really question comment i just gotta say this story is a hundred times less
2: sexy than Karen getting a massage story. Yeah, I didn't play any sexy music ah. for this on purpose. <laughs> uh, I should have played some rock and roll. Yeah, I was my
3: tattoo would be sexy.
2: Yeah. Nah, I, come on, that's not gonna be a sexy story with Karen. She you know, <laughs> she hate paying. I was
3: crying, I couldn't stop crying like a bitch. And then he started the tattoo because <laughs> I am a bitch and they called me a bitch because I was crying.
2: Right. Yeah. He said
1: he'd be gentle with me, right.
2: but that, that but he, needle felt like Ike Turner, right, <laughs> all on my skin. And that's without the shading. So, um, but yeah, I, so uh, yeah. Anyway, people been complimenting me on it, man. I'm glad he did a good job and it looks great. Um, so we got the tattoo. Now let's talk about what everybody else wants to talk about. Um, LeBron got that ring. Dan Levitard did that rant. So I'm just gonna play the rant, man. That's that's all I like to do. Um, I want to party with Dan Levitard uh make sure y'all check out his show and he's also on um you know he also has highly questionable on espn 2 or news or whatever they move it around to and Bomani jones is on that so y'all should already be listening to that watching that anyway and it's a great show by the way all right here's his rant Have we started the fire yes the fire rises <laughs> It's a highlight montage of the Heat blocking Spurs shots. <laughs> Ray Allen three from the corner, and they all holding up the trophy back to back. I didn't know they had opening montage. They added some production value to this shit this yeah, year. they did. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. GIVE IT TO ME AGAIN! GIVE IT TO
0: ME AGAIN! AGAIN! SAN ANTONIO, AS A FRANCHISE IN ITS ENTIRE HISTORY, HAS NEVER, EVER TRAILED IN A FINAL SERIES! Until now! <laughs> Tony Parker, your best player is French! Of course he's going to retreat at the end! Oh. LeBron pulled out his Eva Dungoria and wee weed <laughs> all over your dreams! That shit down don't it? Duncan is from the Virgin Islands! When LeBron gets done vacationing here, they're just going to be... Joe Anthony has as many rings as Will Chamberlain. You can't spell manure without Without the manure! Give it to me again. Give it to me again. again. Give it to me again. Again. Drake couldn't get into the locker room last (laughs) night to hold the the feeling (laughs) Justin Barnato has as many rings as Dr. J it's Jarvis Dan whatever Justin has as many rings as Jerry West and Oscar Robertson LeBron's 37 points in a game 7 more than any in any postseason game this year biggest game biggest time Clutch this! I, no <laughs> I keep the 300 like the Romans. 300 bitches. With the Trojans. Give it to me! Give it to me again! Give it to me again, again! Yeah! San Antonio is the fastest growing city in the United States, but it's only because of Boris Diaz. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. That's what he says to the waitress, kind of in his accent. Remember the Alamode. <laughs> San Antonio is named after Saint Anthony of Padua, whose feast day is July 13th, as opposed to Dio, whose feast day is whatever day it happens to be. <laughs> it is wrong. I feel bad about all of this. San Antonio's a nice classy team. Dusty San Antonio is known for tumbleweed. Birdman is going to spend his offseason tumbling in weed. (laughs) Give it to me again. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. Again. (laughs) Texas has San Antonio. One San Antonio. We have a million Antonios. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Green thought it was best of five! South Florida, kick that tax ass! You pick up McGrady, while we'll pick up your ladies! Done, Ken! Done! Can't! <laughs> not one, not two, not three, not four! Uh, now that doesn't sound so much like a joke anymore, does it? Now it sounds like a mother fing threat! <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me again! Yeah. Give it to me again! Championship rates! Give it to me again! Again! <laughs> back to back! I'm <laughs> five! 28 seconds left. The trophy got brought out. The court was roped off. I haven't seen anybody gag like that since Two Girls, One Cup. Oh Lord! <laughs> we lost a shoe. You lost the game. We lost a headband. You lost the series. We almost lost the Marlins to your city. Okay, you got us on that one. <laughs> Norris Cole has two titles in two NBA years. Bill Russell, he's coming to getcha. <laughs> That's why Russell looked last night so old. He looks like he's wearing a costume of Bill Russell. I got none left. Holy bleep, my abs are cramping. Keep going, Lovitz. Give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me right give it to me again again <laughs> you have a quaint boat that takes nice tourists down the riverwalk we have a bang bus <laughs> game six south florida smelled like r kelly's sheets <laughs> you have actual cowboys in 2013 we have cocaine cowboys. <laughs> San Antonio labor has been screwed for years by the Southwest Workers Union. The Miami Heat's labor gets screwed by Gabrielle Union. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. God, Give damn. it to me again. Give it to me again, again. Hang in there, Lumets. Hey. Larry Coker wins championships. There, he coaches the University of Texas San Antonio whatever's. LeBron, bully. Wade, bully. Battier, bully. Chalmers, bully. Anderson, bully. Nobody else scored last night. No, that's it. Those are the only five guys that scored. Anderson had three points. Why am I calling him a bully? He had three. Nobody else scored. I don't know. Justin Varnado, axe fucked up. Dan, it's Jarvis. Whatever, Genovely, (laughs) he'll just give you his cookies. You have a Popovich. We pop that Gucci. You have a Popovich. We pop champagne. You have a Popovich. We Pop a Molly. I'm sweating. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me again! <laughs> yeah. Give it to me again! Again! <laughs> oh, good lord! I'm starting to feel bad for the Spurs. I felt I three stanzas ago. I felt bad for them. They don't deserve this. They're classy. They're great. I feel guilty about it. They were hugging LeBron and Wade. America runs on Duncan. DL runs to Duncan. <laughs> dunk's over, Duncan. Did you see that fast break with Duncan last night? Stugat's the only player in the league on the fast break who dribbles while looking at the ball. Poor Duncan. Only five heat players scored during game seven. But you know, all of them scored <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? Stugatz. Stugatz who? No, it's just you, Stugatz. You're knocking on the building because you left game six early and you want back in. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. One more time. I'm going to have an aneurysm. Give it to me. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. Again. Stugatz, two years in the league. Norris Cole, two trophies, two rings and two. Years. In 20 years, Norris Cole's going to be handing out finals MVP trophies. <laughs> He's going to be the new Bill Russell. <laughs> Poppy! Poppy, we've got some words through the national media in two languages. Poppy, what do you have to tell Skip Bayless? Eat it. What do you have to tell Brian Windhorst? Eat more of it. What do you have to tell Rick Buka? Eat it sauce. What do you have to tell Greg Dolan? What do you have to tell Wilbur? Eat it with mayonnaise. What do you have to tell Simmons? Eat it with salsa. What do you have to tell Sid Rosenberg on General Principle? Eat it all. What do you have to tell Michelle Beadle? No, no, no. We need to stop now. No, 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 stop now.
2: Go to break. Oh my God. oh Oh, the jokes that just gets better every year man oh i wish my Manu nobly would have made it in there somehow (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of people that choked in the last week uh that weren't on the spurs but they are from the south paula dean dog uh paula dean you know everybody we talked about her um she racist Mm -hmm. um and uh everybody knows it she getting sued for being racist And uh, it's funny because in the past, we've discussed the idea, especially when we talked about Chick-fil-A, how uh, the banning and the boycotting uh, culture that people are trying to get into with the internet now, you can just tweet something, or we're going to not buy Chick-fil-A, not for my dollars. And I remember saying that um, it really is a slippery slope, not because... Uh, because, well, it's a slippery slope to me because the idea of the amount of money something makes makes it right or wrong is stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you won't eat at, I don't know, Chipotle or some shit, uh, if they stay in business, it doesn't mean they're right. No, it doesn't. Because you didn't have the money to affect them. And if they, and just like if, uh, say, Cheerios ended up going out of business for having a multiracial girl in their advertising. It doesn't mean the rest of the world was right. You know, like that's true too. You know, uh, biggest half dollars people that aren't biggest half dollars. Well, Paula Dean is now the, you know, we read some comments from the, her, the Fox news article that we read last week. Paula Dean has apologized. Let me play her apology for you guys. Um, first there's more than one version, by the way, here's the first one. Paula Dean's statement is what it says.
5: I want to apologize to everybody uh, for the wrong that I've done. Uh, I want to learn and grow from this inappropriate, hurtful language is totally, totally unacceptable. I've made plenty of mistakes along the way, but I beg you, my children, my team, my fans, my partners, <clears throat> I beg for your forgiveness. Please forgive me for the mistakes that I've made.
2: Now, her face looks weird because it looks like she's trying to cry. <laughs> and it's not sincere. Like she yeah. can't, but she's trying like, okay, do it. Let's let's run. Because the second one is another take. Like they flash out and flash right back really quickly. Um, I feel like they're, they're just going to have people sitting up there. Like, uh, like, uh, Paula, look, you don't look sorry enough. I'm going to need you to, we're going to need to run it from the top. Yeah, like this. If, it, if anything,
3: it was like, it was like, look, 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 if nothing else, bitch, cry for that money. Cause you about to lose a whole hell a lot of it.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to be on the today show that day. She canceled it mm-hmm. and then tweeted a video statement was coming. She put that video statement out. Now she has an extended cut two minute apology.
5: Oh, yeah. Director's edition.
2: hmm So let's check Hello it out. y'all.
5: I'm Paula Dean. I was invited this morning to speak with Matt Lauer about a subject that has been very hurtful for a lot of people. And, Matt, I have to say, I was physically not able this morning. Uh, the pain has been tremendous that I have caused to myself and to others. And so I'm taking this opportunity now that I've pulled myself together and am able to speak to offer an apology to those that I have heard.
2: Yeah, speak without any questions. Like, let's let's not forget that. Yeah, without no interaction,
3: without you having to explain, without you right. having to elaborate, without being questioned about why you said it or, or any things like that.
2: Also, I feel like if you apologize for shit like this, I want people to start saying what they said. Like I'm t- like I'm tired of people apologizing and them well for the hurtful things that I had said at some point in time. Instead
3: of just saying I want what you to you be like
2: I apologize uh for saying jokes and calling black people niggers and joking about Jews yeah. and um you know let my brother sexually harass people at the job. I want to apologize for that.
3: Yeah, and that's about as bad as when people say if I hurt you or if I offended you or if yeah. I said something, you was like, "Bitch, you did, but
2: you don't yeah, want to really admit it." In the first place. That's
3: right. Yeah, say
2: you were bold enough to say the shit once. Say it again, man. Like, uh I remember on this show when I apologized to patients. see i I didn't go for the things I said. I said exactly what the fuck I said. I was like, "I called you a coward, and that was wrong. I shouldn't have said that shit." And I don't believe it. So my bad, you know, but if you're not even willing to say it, then I don't really believe you're sorry. I, I really think that you're just uh trying to avoid more bad PR and you're just trying to get away from the issue. But if if you were bold enough to be cracking this nigger shit all up in your job, all up in your business, go ahead and do it again, dog. But just time um, apologize.
1: Yeah, and um I mean I you know, I got some John, I guess I might as well tell you this. I was actually working with Paula Dean. Mm-hmm. um a few days ago because she was trying to find out how to blow this controversy over and so she hit me up and she was like hey little nigger <laughs> and uh she was like how can i make this better how can i connect to the to the black community and and smooth it over with them and so i told her music and mm-hmm. so i sent her some some music and she sent me back some lyrics to what she's going to be recording Okay. so if you guys want to hear yeah
2: go ahead that, go ahead bust uh, bust, go ahead and let us know what that is Ty.
1: okay so here's here's a one she sent me uh, just now.
2: I'm just a white
1: cook making fun of Black's books. Didn't know I couldn't call niggers nigger. I have diabetes, so that means I'm Black, too. We all new slaves. Oh, and, yeah.
2: uh I like that, man.
1: Yeah, so she makes <laughs> me, you know, accidental racist and uh, new slaves in at the same time. Okay. And uh, this this other one she just sent me. Uh maybe you might recognize it. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's check this out. <clears throat> Niggers all in my house. Niggers all in my field. Picking all my kind. Nigger, nigger, nigger. Whip the nigger. I'm sweating.
2: Woo! Woo! I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh hopefully that'll get her back in track with the black community, man. I was I just don't think she needs to go ahead and feature uh, you know, a rapper on her first song, you know, like Dear Mrs. White Cook. Hope you understood you know like i need I need that type of like I need a black person to come co sign her and let us all know that her racism is is not only acceptable but common and 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 understandable, you know of course uh but yeah, so um, yeah, let me finish playing her second apology
5: I want people to understand that uh my family and I are not the kind of people that the press is wanting to say we are. Uh, I've spent the best of 24 years to help myself and others. Your color of your skin, your religion, your sexual preference does not matter to me, but it's what in the heart, what's in the heart, and my family and I try to live by that.
2: Yeah, but when you're in charge of people's, at work it matters yeah it but does. now that you're speaking to everybody as equals on this platform it doesn't matter you know it, it definitely does i mean it's like it's like if i started playing guest the race at a corporate event like oh that uh, would not end well uh that's not the right place and time nobody's asking that you no one can police your thoughts mm-hmm. there's a ton of racist ass people there's a ton of racist, regular white people that you know every day. You can tell who they are right now because they're defending her on their face on your Facebook pages. Yes, they are, and they keep their shit to themselves for the most part. Like even in defense of Paula Dean, they're gonna be like, "Well, I don't agree with her saying those nigger jokes," but they're gonna make those nigger jokes when you're not around and all that shit. And there's no way to police that, and there's no way to know. And that's all I ask. Keep that shit to your motherfucking self. I don't want to be aware of it. And especially not at motherfucking work. Ain't that the truth?
5: And I am here to say I am so sorry. I was wrong. Yes, I've worked hard and I've made mistakes. But that is no excuse.
2: What mistakes? What were the mistakes? You're saying you and your brother aren't these kind of people that the media is putting you guys out to be. The media is only using excerpts from the deposition. They were made public. Yeah, the media is not characterizing you. They're just going, this is what she's accused of and this This is what what she she said said that she said in the deposition. What is the media characterizing you to be that you aren't? That's what I want to know.
5: And I offer my sincere apology to those that i have hurt and i hope that you forgive me because this comes from the deepest
2: part of the south
5: part <laughs> of, heart. Part of and the lord i will continue to work and continue to do good things for good people thank you for for listening
2: good white people um look man here's the other thing niggas was rushing on facebook to try to forgive this lady uh other white people ignorant motherfuckers are trying to be like well people say it in hip hop all the time and no one has a problem uh what album was she cutting ain't that ch- what joke was she telling right what stand up what, what
1: was, was she making
2: yeah what movie and stand up was she preparing for like we're just gonna forget conveniently forget about cultural heritage and history when, when we want to, right? But if it was like, you know, uh, the tea party talking about taxes and shit, all of a sudden, culturally and historically, you guys are on point again. Fuck you, man. I don't need you defending that racist shit in my timeline. And I don't need, uh, you know, if you want to defend this racist bitch, that's on you. But as far as I'm concerned, you racist too.
3: Ain't that the truth? And, uh, they said on the, uh, Food Network page, they would saying uh, oh yeah, raci- I'm gonna cover
2: that too. Okay oh and uh also black people stop telling uh we need to forgive one woman we need to forgive her because if we ostracize her what will she learn from this lesson not to say that shit again why are you so in a rush to forgive this lady that's why i want to know like y'all don't even give people time to be sorry like i hope i like are people cheating on y'all like is this Uh Yeah, baby, I I fucked 17 women on the way home today. Well, hey, look, what's important is that I I love you and I forgive you because I need you to learn a lesson from this. And the only way to learn a lesson is to forgive you right away without giving you any time to contemplate the wrongness of your actions or put anything on the line. Let's just get her back on TV, y'all.
3: Yeah, and the thing is that people are willing willing to forgive before you even say you're motherfucking sorry. Yeah. Like, I punch you in the face. Oh, I forgive you. You never told me you were sorry about your actions, right? Yeah, like, and
1: and it, and it also too bringing up the, uh, the her speaking as far as people were saying you know what about freedom of speech? Well, she was free to say what she said, right? But it, these, these are the consequences though. So
2: that's the thing. It's, like uh, white people always join up, and it doesn't matter if they're on the left or the right. A lot of white people will join up on this shit. Not all white people, but a lot of them will join up on the solidarity of. But you can't take away what somebody's made. She didn't get taken away. She gave it away with her fucking stupidity. We have laws in this country that you can't do this shit. And if it comes out, people are going to fucking judge you. That's the time that we're in right now. So I don't want to hear like this. Oh, no, she lost everything. She fucking risked everything. Like, it's, and it's ridiculous. Like uh, someone said Bill Mars. And I haven't even heard it yet. I don't. But he's a comedian. So he's thinking, and a lot of comedians do this. Well, I mean, that's like coming to a comedy club, getting mad at my joke. No, it's not. It's like coming to fucking work. Does Bill Maher go backstage and call his staff niggers and shit? No. Oh. And I'm tired. Ty- if you don't do it, then stop fucking defending it. Cause you know it's wrong and that's why you don't do it. Exactly. God damn. Like it's, this is not your Wayne Brady joke. Everybody goes, that's a fucked up joke, Bill Maher. But nobody goes, you shouldn't be, a, have a job as a comedian. Nobody wants to hear that shit, dude. So. Uh, the people that are defending it talking about forgive her get her back what lessons are we supposed to be learning dog that is okay that that's what you want us to learn like uh, you got some nigger jokes you holding back about obama bill bar is that what you and, do?
1: <laughs> and i don't want to you know draw comparisons as far as like which one is worse but it it makes me hearken to the who if these are the same people who attack daniel tosh his his rape joke right if these are the same people who are trying to forgive paula for something she said in real time as far as in real environment yeah. even
2: if they are the same people it, you know what's funny is even if they were the people who are like fuck daniel tosh for making a rape joke and fuck paula dean i still say it's different because one is a comedian ain't that the one, truth? Right? one is doing actually doing his job
1: like, right but no what i'm saying is that they they support paula but they, they don't like Daniel Tosh for that joke. That's
2: what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I don't think those people exist. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think for the most part, <laughs> the people that get offended about Daniel Tosh were definitely offended by Paula Dean's racism. Like they don't have an in-between. Like, no, it's cool for, for Daniel Tosh to make. I mean, it's not cool for him to make a rape joke, but defend Paula Dean. I feel like a lot of these people, um, well, not, they don't exist. I think it's just a, a small group. But, yeah, they exist for sure. It's, I just think it's a small group, man, Uh, because a lot of them got tied up in that feminist agenda shit. Like, he talking about rape, y'all. Let's get him off the air. But Paula Deen is a woman, and she needs to keep her job. But it's just funny because, you know, I always said that, like, it's weird to me because in America, I feel like white women could be the most ignorant if they want to be. If it's all it, be. yeah it's all about whether or not they want to be ignorant because there's a lot of stuff in our society designed to keep wi- white women stupid ignorant and working in the kitchen and not trying to be shit
3: which is which, you which know? is insulting to them but right you but know, yeah. you know that's
2: how they're viewed is like protect the white princesses you know that's why when you find white people that are kind of worldly and know some shit and care about issues outside of just what affects them i'm always kind of like oh good for you man you, you know you, you're not just sitting around in a bubble going Fox news told me to think this. my father told me to think that church told me to think this. Like I kind of like that you challenged your boundaries because we've set America up for you to be the most comfortable, even if you decide not to, you know?
3: Yeah. And the thing is that, that goes back to women having their own minds and thinking outside the box. But a lot of people choose to stay in that box. And that's why you have a lot of stupid and very ignorant opinions that come out about things like this.
2: Right. And you see a person being humbled for two minutes and now you're ready to forgive them. Like, fuck y'all, man. For real. Like, when she, the years that she was working there and spreading this fucking vileness throughout the people that worked under her and her brothers sexually harassing people, which everyone's conveniently glossed over because the best thing that happened to her was everyone turned this into well why can't white people say nigger well it wasn't just that was it though no are we really gonna act like that's the only thing that happened when she said the n-word and that's cool she had a hostile work environment by the fucking government definition of a hostile work environment and her brother was contributing to the shit too yet somehow you want to turn this into Well, Louis C.K. says the N-word, like, fuck you, man. You act like you can't understand context. What is it about racism that makes you lose sight of context? That,
3: yeah, that's true. And, and the biggest thing that really, really got glossed over, which I didn't initially know, she's not getting sued by a black person, she's getting sued by a white woman. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are bypassing, like, that whole perspective, too. You know, the person suing her is not even black. It's just what, and this goes back to you don't know who knows who, who's related to who, who's married to who, who has who, and their extended family. And it's one of those things where people just assume when they look at you and look at the color of your skin that oh, you're white, so everybody around you must be white. And now we're we're we live in a society that's browning and browning every day, and people have to understand that everybody isn't this monolith.
2: Yeah, and people are now going. Uh, they're on Facebook pages for Food Network, angry that they would cut Paula Deen's shows and not, redo her, not renew her contract. Uh, I think Food Network jumped the gun. You know what I mean? Jumped the gun? Yeah. Like, so what? We should wait it out to see if the proper uses of nigger were cool and if the sexual harassment at the restaurant was fine because that's a good look for my fucking billion dollar company to rest on the... Hey, let's support this races until we find out the very last second we shouldn't.
1: And Yeah, need a couple more N words before I can be sure that uh that it's know, real. We
2: let her go. Right, yeah. I, she didn't say it on the air, you know? <laughs> like what is it? well now hand me that nigger bean. Oops, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, y'all.
3: <laughs> and and the thing about it, it's real easy for these people to say this when it's not your money on the line, your company on the line because you federalize it's cheaper for them to cut their losses because you have to federalize Food Network has sponsors that sponsor them.
2: Yeah, and we've now got to a point in society, like I said, and it's frustrating to someone like me because I feel like there's some clear right and wrongs in in, in certain situations. Yes, it is. And we're now at the point where there's two sides to everything.
3: Everything.
2: Because people jump the gun on a bunch of other bullshit. Like, to talk yeah. about the Tosh.0 oh shit, the fact that people had to turn it into... Get this man off the air. He made a joke practicing jokes on a heckler one night in a club with 40 people in there. He needs to go. And you're like, okay, so you want this comedian gone for making a joke that basically you didn't agree with. You're going to get a bunch of people now on this other side. Like, fuck you, freedom of speech. He's at work. You don't have to like the joke, but you can't fucking take away his livelihood, blah, blah. You're going to get that from a bunch of people and you're going to find out that Daniel Tosh has a lot of people that actually support that kind of comedy and want to see him on the air. And they do give money. And because you couldn't shut him down, it makes him look right. It makes his yeah. joke look right. It makes everything about him look acceptable because you didn't have the money or the power to actually shut him down, you know? And and the same thing with this Paula Dean shit. Now you've awakened these people that used to kind of be ashamed to be racist like it used to be a shame to support racism to be like you know it used to be a private thing like i'm not going on my facebook page and supporting paula dean even if i believe she's right even though i believe she's being ostracized and and persecuted i'm not gonna i'm gonna have the decency to shut the fuck up because i'm scared of what people will think i think we like the people that have come down to try to turn everything into a boycott have rallied these motherfuckers into like well why can't she say nigger to these niggers i don't get it
1: and, and we definitely i think like the majority because obviously it is a minority of people who still think like this and act like this but because we're we're normal we kind of sometimes we don't make the fuss that they should mm-hmm. but i mean thinking about this and then thinking back to chick-fil-a and how many people supported them on their stance as far as how they felt against gay people yep. um i think we need to I wanna say take this country back and make it sound right, but we need to stand back up and we need to say we won't allow this type of thinking if regardless of how small amount of people who live to seem like it's the the overall uh well, thinking of everybody else. It's
2: just funny because everybody wants to do that on a which is another reason I don't like these Facebook boycotts and Facebook support shit. Is because everybody wants to do that on a internet global level. Yes, Nobody wants right. to do that shit on a personal level. That's yes, right. Nobody right. wants to go up to their white friend and go, man, fuck you. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's ignorant and you're wrong. You know, what I, right. cause that's my white friend and Trevor buys me the beers, you know? So it's, it's a bit, it's, it's different in practice, man. And that's why this shit feels so safe. And that's what, what these, what this minority of racial, racist people, whatever, what they have learned is the same shit that, uh, the people, uh, that for, that, that boycotted Chick-fil-A on Twitter and shit have taught them, which is you can look bigger with a small group by using social media.
3: True. That's True. what they do
2: is, True. you know, you only need 50 people standing outside of Paula Dean's restaurant to look like well, you know, Paula's got a lot of support in Savannah. You know, a lot of people want to see her. A uh, hundred people on the Facebook page, of Food Network, talking shit. And, uh, you know, apparently, you know, people, don't, they want to see her get her shit back. And it just looks that way. It's like, no, nah, most people are going to go, no, nah, 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 I don't support the nigger lady.
3: And that goes back to how i always feel the internet courage is something about the internet and being not having your name not having your face attached to it or either using fake profiles or whatever it may be but if you had to sign like a real petition or if you had to actually you know show up and do some things most of you would not
2: yeah people are saying they should wait till it goes to court (laughs) uh the court of pr already dictated that they lost what the fuck is gonna happen in court that's going to, that's going to completely turn this shit around. I got to wait till you convicted. I'm not signing up with a contract, a new, con- it's the end of her contract, by the way, worst time for this shit to come out. But like, literally, I'm not going to renew you for, I don't know, three years and then have to break the contract in the middle of the shit just in case. Cause I need to make sure you're proven guilty in the court of law. Come on, man. Come on. Um, But yeah, people are standing outside a restaurant. People are like. Uh, you know, on the Facebook page and all this shit. Um, and
1: they're buying their stuff, like it's right. Races have so much money; it's ridiculous, and it's it's
2: horrible. Right, which is why I say we got to stop looking at the power of the dollar to to prove right and wrong in America, because that's the right. dumb, yeah. it literally is the dumbest way to measure right and wrong. Chick fil A going out of business wouldn't approve that. Uh, Amer- it wouldn't change American attitudes about same sex marriage um chick-fil-a prospering doesn't prove shit either like no, it doesn't it's still you know it's still a losing moral uh, battle um and and i don't want to you know i don't want to turn this shit into well paula d made a lot of money guys i guess she was right you know but that's what people have turned everything into is well i'm boycotting i'm not buying any paula dean products it's like well did they go out of business well they saw a spike today on dow like well uh i guess they're they're right what, what does that mean <laughs>
1: exactly
2: um also somebody said a article where apparently paula dean was defending southern racial history in fall 2012 let's see if she is as oh, shit. passionate in this as she gra- was about her uh her apology earlier let's see
5: my great-grandfather was so devastated, the war was over. He had lost his son, he had lost the war, and uh, he didn't know how to deal with life, with no one to help operate his plantation. You know, there was 30 something people on his (laughs) books and- uh,
2: Poor, poor white man. What a what that's so sad. Slaves. That is so sad, man. I mean,
3: he lost his. Here is a
2: man like he lost his chairs. That lost his property, Karen. He who's gonna work the plantation if not for the slaves? I don't know. Certainly not for free. Now black people gonna want money in compensation. Like
5: this is destroying southern lives. Getting rid of this slavery. Mm-hmm. The next year census, I go to find and there's like zero. Between the death of his son and losing all the the workers,
2: the workers, mm. workers get paid. paid.
5: Yes, they do. Paid
2: workers, ma'am. Mm hmm.
5: He he went out. I'm sure in into the barn, and he shot himself because he couldn't deal with those kind of changes.
2: Yeah, who's he gonna rate now? Hmm? Who's gonna make little Larian's, little Ty Diamonds, and little (laughs) Justin's if this man loses all his workers?
5: And, uh, they were terrific changes. I feel like the South is almost less prejudiced because black folks played such an integral part in our lives. They were like our family.
2: Those niggers were like our family. Some of them are our family. Now, we don't own them. We don't claim them. But, you know, I
5: look at some of their features and go, "Mm mm-hmm, that's a dean. You know, it will take a long time. Mm -hmm. It will take a long, long time to come up with the proper
2: nigger jokes that are (laughs) going to cover this topic.
5: But to completely be gone, if it'll ever be gone, who knows? I think we're all prejudiced against one something or another, and I think uh, I know
2: I am certainly. You'll find know. out. You'll find out. Uh,
5: black people feel the same prejudice, you know, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that white people feel, but uh,
2: uh, not the exact same. There's a little history there. Okay, fine.
5: Uh, I have a a young man in my life. And uh his name is Hollis Johnson, and he's black.
2: And Hollis be tearing my pussy up
3: now. I'm telling you. <laughs> how can them along be, along with them grits he man? How that, can you that, be
2: that, racist about that?
1: That big black man mm-hmm. Hollis that Is that here? Isn't he
2: here? Is
4: stand Hollis up, probably? Hollis. Is Hollis here? Come out Hollis.
2: Here, Hollis. Yeah, little nigger can't dance. see you stand- Go on up here. Go on up here and get the jangling, boy. Get the jiggabooing, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel bad for Hollis, dog, because he is her <laughs> black friend today, you know?
0: Yeah. When see
1: what I got
2: him wearing? See his boy. little outfit? Say that again, Ty. No, like, see what I got him wearing? See his little outfit? Mm-hmm. Go, go get them spoons. I, Hollis. I dressed them myself. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> can't see you standing against that dark mold.
2: <laughs> Welcome to New York City. She couldn't help herself right there.
3: <laughs> All right. Did you mean black boy What can she mean blackboard? What, she mean blackboard? No, she black couldn't see your black ass against you, that blackboard.
2: Couldn't see you standing <laughs> against that dark board was what she said.
3: Oh. <laughs>
5: Welcome to
4: New York City.
5: All right. <laughs> Welcome to the South. <laughs> oh, no. But oh. you know, I, I tell people this is my son by another father. Yeah. <laughs> he really I, is. I mean I There's love this young ends. man. I would travel to hell with him. And I know I can trust him with my life, and color ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. It's all about what's in here. Paula. Thank you.
2: I put him in a little suit. He lasted all my nigger jokes. Uh, He He has
3: has a monkey as a friend,
2: he's a godsend. And,
3: uh, I love them for it, goddamn. Yeah, it. they dance them in Porsche too, little pretty Porsche monkeys. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: she, she probably going to that, uh, that movie with, uh, Forrest Whitaker, is that, that Butler for the presidents? Right. I yeah. first one in line for that.
2: She'll be at the ah. Butler. She'll be for the Butler. Um, <laughs> alright, man, let's get into some real racism. Let's show this bitch how it's done. How we really do things down here in the South. It's time for a little game that we like to call Guess the Race. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guess the Race, people. Um, but first, I need to read some of, these, some of these people that defended her on Facebook. Carl Baker says, as a show watcher, I'm no longer watching any of your shows and will be asking the large family of 573 strong to stop supporting Food Network. Paula Dean did the dirty deed of honestly telling the truth. So let's be truthful. How many people in America can say they never have said something that may have been construed as racist? white black or asian we are we are a country built on the back build on the back of backs of others <laughs> on the wet backs of others <laughs> <laughs> that's slippery slope get a life this is 2013 <laughs> we as a nation had to stop being so damn pc and watch what we say according to him 12 people like this also i want to know how he has 573 strong and are any, any of those uh light-skinned black people that you know they used to own and are they supposed to stop watching too of course uh paula woodwall said woodall says paula dean i do not think that you should have sit, have to say you are sorry to the whole world because well first of all you didn't say that to or about the whole world for what i hear it was about one man like near 30 years ago and so when you worked in a bank, she just made up a whole story yes she did the dissertation is like she says i make nigger jokes not i said this about one man one time 30 years ago Maybe she's talking about herself. I said it one time about one man 30 years ago, and I'm sorry. Or so when you worked in a bank and were held up a gun to your head, and you said it was in the privacy of your own home. Are we not allowed to say what we want to in our own home? The lawsuit is not about what happened in her home. No, it's not.
3: It's about work at a job. She owns the job. Come on, dog.
2: Doesn't seem that way, but it should be that way. I love you and your show. I always have enjoyed watching you. I wish. More than anything, I can meet you, although I know, she gonna wear Paula Dean's skin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, although it's be I, of Lord and Greece. I know I never would be able to cause I can't afford to travel. You don't say, uh, you are a wonderful person. Yes, you made a mistake in your own home of all places, but then was it really a mistake if it was in your own home i don't think so i think the food network is making a huge huge mistake they need to think about what they are doing they are doing you wrong i love you paula dean no matter what two exclamation points
3: yeah she didn't even hear the story
2: i hope i get defenders like this when i fuck up ain't that the truth yeah, I just think that you got to rape these feminist cunts, and it's going to be hilarious. And uh, yep. I'll put my dick out get to raping right now. Who's with me, guys? Boo, <laughs> boo. 1,800 likes. And then I go on Twitter and be like, guys, I'm sorry for anyone. I possibly We forgive you,
3: Rod. We could've... forgive you. Oh, oh,
2: I'm forgiving. All right, yes. guys. Talk to y'all
3: Continue later. Continue to support the <laughs> I got cunts to rape. Bye.
2: Fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, Sheila Savette Scale says, We'll never watch your network again if you were to fire or not renew all people on your network who said something they shouldn't in their past. You will have no shows. (laughs) I like how she, all these, they got a bunch of racist chefs at the station now. I completely disagree with your decision and wish Paula only the very best in her future. How horrible to punish her for telling the truth. Shame on you. She told the truth because she was at a deposition, y'all. Not because she came out to the world like, I love nigger jokes. No. I'm coming out right um uh-huh. david chavez says food network you need to recognize who your target market and audience is before you go throwing out your talent everybody they, that's
3: who the talent market is everybody
2: people who <laughs> like food sir and probably don't like racism and that's, that's the true
3: i would like no racism with my side of macaroni and cheese
2: they bring your bread and they are your butter. Well, Paula Dean does believe in that one. Bread and butter. Yes. And who does that? Sticks and stones makes breaks, make break your, wait, sticks and stones make break your bones, but names will never hurt you. How dare, <laughs> yeah, me as Losing a, dollars wheel. me as a not nigger, uh, I feel like words should not hurt you, niggers. How dare you insult? (laughs) How dare you insult our forefathers and freedom of speech itself? People need to stop being so butthurt by words and get over it. I'd like to see the rest of the networks' talent leave for higher ground and move to maybe create the slash create channel slash cooking channels. Gata and Guy Fieri, save yourselves before it's too late. (laughs) <laughs> wow because look at you guys you're obviously nigger haters okay yeah. guys uh, get out of there while the
3: getting's uh, good one of those people she talking about is the italian right come on now
2: <laughs> right but get out of there guys you know things are things are gonna start you know i like this last name is chavez too it's like she didn't have any latin jokes <laughs> don jensen says paula dean racist this could only happen in obama's america this country is swirling down the crapper shame on you food network and i like that uh shana t hayes slide back to this yep it's the president's fault that she is a racist that makes sense if you're on drugs <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, and then maria maria says only god can judge and i don't think you can walk on water nobody like that one stupid mm. you're stupid maria don't you feel lonely
0: <laughs>
2: yeah and mai my says it's people like you that hurt this lady even more oh michael j frigden says outrageous not outrageous miss dean made a very sincere apology probably far in excess of what was necessary
3: (laughs) oh lord oh oh so she's
2: supposed to chris brown she's supposed to, 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 to you know dance our country has a long and torturous history regarding race and such overreaction to something that was probably never in her nature probably never in her nature how do you know and if so something that she learned long ago to correct only perpetuates the myth long ago this happened two years ago uh the myth that race is an overwhelming problem in america my wife and i are avid fans of the food network ddd chopped etc but that stops today unless and until miss dean is reinstated with the food network by the way you spelled her name wrong stupid motherfucker <laughs> cedric Dodd says i know i'm gonna have haters for this but the this is all caps lock which is the language of the ignorant for those that are not initiated i know i'm gonna have haters for this but the bible taught me to forgive and pray niggas want to for- He black by the way he want to forgive so bad can't wait to forgive this lady this nigga probably still don't own r kelly tapes he mad at this lady um, but the Bible taught me to forgive and pray for your enemies and to always trust God. And only he has the right to judge. Even Jesus forgave when he said, forgive them, Lord. They do know not what they do. Not KNO, not they N O not they know, not mm. what they do. do Don't mm. know. Uh, what they've done, Paula Dean has asked for forgiveness and I forgive her. I will pray for her and move on. God forgave me for my sins. And God forgave Paula Dean for her past, present, and future sins. As he did, all of us pray and forgive. Let's all move on. Uh, Paula Deen also curb stomped two black babies to death. Well, he already forgave that, too. <laughs> no need worrying about that. Uh Bailey Barnes says, I will do everything I can to take down Food Network. Thank God for social media. No one liked this reply. So uh I think she's going to have a hard time getting people to rally. Daisy Travel says we take ourselves way too seriously. Food Network, you have no soul, no honor. Uh, you seem pretty serious, man. Food Network, you, <laughs> <laughs> you have no soul, no honor. This woman made you billions and you have shown no loyalty. I'm with the others done with you. Paula, go to the cooking channel with the cool guys.
3: And two things. Number one, the cooking channel is also owned by Food Network. It's actually a spinoff <laughs> of Food Network. <laughs> that's that's number one a lot of people don't a lot of people see the cooking channel they don't realize that these two channels are connected and the uh i forgot the thing uh oh and the other thing is
2: that um you want me to read it again or whatever um we take ourselves way too serious food network you have no soul no honor this woman made you billions about the loyalty yes
3: how are they expected to have loyalty when we sign a contract? We sign a contract that says what you can and cannot do. Loyalty is not into this. Where are people in these fake loyalties? This this same person failed to realize that most places, you your job is not required to be loyal to you if you fuck up and break a contract.
2: Yep. Mike Coward says you hypocritical SOBs. I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and could tell you that everybody in the South over 60 used the N-word at some time or other in the past. If everyone was judged by your standards, you would have no Southern cooks. Over 50 on your network. First of all, you said over 60. Okay. No more chop for me, and I hope thousands <laughs> like me. Paula, I ate in your restaurant before this. Network knew you. Took flying lessons where your son did. We stand by you. You bell of the South, and bell to spell B-E-L-L. No E on the end. Aww. Um, She is kind of shaped like a bell. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> here is the thing that's funny about this uh reply is People act like old folks don't learn to adapt. They've been adapting all their lives. That's how you get old. And one yeah. day so somebody goes to you and goes, Hey man, nigger is out. Stop it. Oh shit, we not doing that no more? No more niggers. Alright, got it. That's it. That's the conversation. Sue Fertig said, way to go food network. Fortunately, I do not currently have a subscription to your magazine. Furthermore, I will not be tuning in to any of your programming. Look it to your page or website for recipes, and we'll be removing my like to your page. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. She'll be fine without y'all. Mm-hmm. Doug Hughes says, Food Network, you've been chopped.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was, anyway. All right, now let's, let's show these people how to do racism right, because well, hopefully these people will... Defend our racism. Yeah. I, I just,
1: uh, can I say one real thing? Of course, thing brother. Of me. course. Um, I just want to say I'll forgive her, and I would petition for her to have her show back if she did these couple things mm-hmm. um, to show her goodwill to the black community. If she uh, did a scene with Mr. Marcus. Okay. Uh, if she bought some chicken wings from a shack in front of a liquor store. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: she recited a two-change verse. Okay. And also if she made an account on Black Planet
2: okay yeah i mean those are reasonable demands you know i'm personally i'm never gonna forgive her but you know that's just me (laughs) i feel like people people overrate forgiveness anyway like what does it matter if i forgive you or not um but you know even and even if i do forgive people a lot of times it doesn't mean shit because i i forgive you but i ain't forgetting shit like you forgiving that and fucking 95 cents will get you a bus pass dude i'm not <laughs> it's worthless i forgave you still fuck you how about that i forgive a bunch of people that i'm like fuck you that happens all the time I'll be like yo uh, i forgive you for saying that shit dog oh cool can we hang out no man fuck you never you still <laughs> said that shit like i don't know people think forgiveness is the reset button to life it don't mean shit but I'm over it, and I'm not going to hold it against you anymore, except when I want to hold it against your ass. <laughs> All right, man, let's talk about this This racism. Ty Diamond has been on the show before. Uh He's one of the premier guessers of the race. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that people look at the record books and go, you know, where's Ty Diamond on the list? So let's see if he can get <laughs> his jersey hung in the Raptors again with uh, another guest of the race, man. So here we go. Here's the first one. A family says a teen was fatally stabbed, fatally stabbed, not with a sword, guys, Uh, fatally stabbed over chicken.
4: Oh, shit. Today, family and friends will hold a vigil for a 17 year old killed in the district in a fight over chicken. Ernst Hart was stabbed to death in a cookout. On
2: Wednesday night, the vigil is happening tonight at 8 near the crime scene on Hillside Road near Benning Road in Southeast. Police arrested 25-year-old Antonio Shaw. He's charged with second-degree murder. Hart's family members say Shaw was a friend, and the two argued over a piece of chicken when that deadly stabbing happened. The sad part is it was actually KFC chicken from a bucket. It wasn't, Aww. Even, yeah, it wasn't even actually real chicken. Um. All right, Ty, guess the race.
1: Um, I think they are so black. Michael Jordan wouldn't even sell them Jordans. <laughs>
2: <Aww, that's laughs> it, right there. It's real. Oh, yeah. Uh, what Paula D would refer to as free the free help. Mud says one god. Kentucky fried chicken. Black says Brenda APA. <laughs> African Puerto Rican homeless guy. One whose skin doesn't absorb lotion. Darky, dark-skinned nigga. Aww. Paula Deen's help staff. Tar Black at cookout or at a cookout. At It was at a cookout. Not not the cookout location. Not the store. Sean, especially from the chicken grease, the correct answer is black. Everybody involved in this yes. was black. Uh, the, the, it was a dead giveaway when it came down to the chicken. I felt like everybody We ate ribs
1: with this dude.
2: We ate ribs with the dude. Um... <laughs> Well uh yeah, so um what was my other article? Okay, now this one is for my new favorite site, Pimppreacher dot com. <laughs> uh Pimppreacher dot com is so good. Uh I'm sad I didn't know about this before. This is guest race Um apparently Dr. Carrie D. Wesley at Antioch Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church. Guess the race is now in the process of disconnecting members who have failed to send in a monthly tithe to his church. What? That's right. Mm. So somebody he's, he, he pays for people's lights, cable, or phone, uh, you know, through the church membership program. But if, uh, you know, if you don't pay your tithes, they cut it off. Um, so it's charity, but with a catch. Wow. Mm hmm. Pastor Wesley is, this is from a member of the church that, that snitched on him. He said, Pastor Wesley is really trying to keep up with the other growing ministries in the area. Therefore, he has placed pressure on the members to increase their tithe in order to pay off the church in seven years. The only reason he's pushing for us to pay off the church is so he can build a bigger church. Damn. He doesn't care if I'm sick, shut in, or if I've lost my home as long as I spend, spend, send in my tithe. What really makes me upset is no one from the church has even visited or called to check on us. I could be in a crack house for all he cares as long as he receives my tithe from that crack house. <laughs> uh, so, uh, apparently they, he sent this out, this, this letter to the, to the, to the, uh, congregation, uh, to let everybody know. So, uh, this is the letter. And of course there's some editorializing at the beginning. Okay. So, okay. All this is so very offensive to me. We have not attended Antioch when the pastor did a campaign demanding that everyone increase their tithing for the debt free in Jubilee campaign. (laughs) I like how you made it rhyme. Like that make it okay. I guess so. Increase your tithe to over 10%. That's the minimum y'all debt free in Jubilee. Uh, campaign <laughs> so the new church could, could be paid off 23 years early. 23 years early. Why you take out a 30 year mortgage then? I think that's the truth? Then he got mad and canceled already existing programs in retaliation when tithing didn't go up. So you had, it's like, oh, we're going to have the bobbing for apples with the church today. That is canceled. Tithes hey. ain't high enough. Vacation Bible study. Cancel it the whole week. Cancel it. I'll give you a real vacation. Turn, <laughs> off, turn off turn off they lights. No, not that vacation. <laughs> Let that not be light. At any rate, we <laughs> received this letter in the mail regarding verification of active membership. As you see, by law state that in order to be considered an active member, you have to A, attend two services per month for six consecutive months or. Oh, I know we took attendance. Mm-hmm, two, make a financial contribution at least once a month. Meaning, even if you've never attended a service, you may send money to be counted as, you may send money to be counted as, be counted as an active member. So yeah, you don't actually have to go to church. Also, it's or.
3: So he, he, he really don't care about trying to give you the word or anything. It's like, we'll take your
2: body or your money. We need one of the two. You can either listen to this now. If you listen to this, listen to the wording, attend two services per month for six months and slash or, which means the only actual requirement is number two. Yep. Make financial contribution at least once a month. That's what he's here about. That's what he's about. And,
1: and either way too, if, if you're going to church, obviously you're gonna be giving money there. So right. you're, you're giving the money either way.
2: Per the letter they have decided to do an outreach based on financial contribution and based on determination on membership or financial contribution, basic because apparently taking attendance is too hard. Why not hire a consulting firm because they most certainly have the money to develop a census and everyone that received these letters could have been sent a census or a postcard to be returned stated via checkboxes, whether they consider themselves active members. Uh, Anyway, forget that part. That's just them editorializing. All right, here's the actual letter.
3: Oh, the letter that he wrote.
2: Mm-hmm. To greet you with the love of our Lord and the joy of Jesus.
3: Uh-oh, this is going to be good. <laughs>
2: In December 2012, Pastor Wesley announced to the congregation that Antioch Church would kick off a of Project Call, C-A-L-L, during 2003. Project Call is an acronym for Checking Antioch's Legitimate Listing. <laughs> the Antioch Church family began in 1986, September 1986, May 2013, uh 15, wait, May 2013, 15,688. Uh, individuals have joined the family. Some of our family members have passed away and are now resting with the Lord. Other family members didn't give enough money and they are in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we kicked them out. Other family members have notified us that they've chosen to unite with other churches. Some family members are, well, we are not certain what's going on with some family members. That's why we're taking the time to write you today. Project call is our attempt to verify who still belongs to this family. We desire to have an accurate listing of active members. It also this is also the step that we have taken to purge the membership rosters of those who have decided to do something different. We don't want our membership numbers to be overstated to our database or, or our database outdated. Church is talking about databases now. Wow. According to our church constitution the bylaws and bylaws, an active member of the Antioch church is one who for at least six consecutive months or as a new member regularly attends a minimum of two worship services per month and or made a minimum of one financial con- contribution on a monthly basis. It is nearly impossible to take attendance in our church, a church our size, a more reasonable measurement of that is our financial contribution. So only the money counts for attendance. That's all. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a biblical mandate for us to bring our tithes and offering to the storehouse. We've noticed that during the last 12 calendar months, April 12th to 2013, we were you were financially opposite. According to our records, your contributions for the 12-month period stated $0. Mm-hmm. Mm. Instead of assuming we are writing to find out if you're still a member of Antioch Church, if you're no longer a member, please disregard this communication in 60 days. If there has been no financial activity, your name will be automatically removed from the list mm. of active members. Oh, no, no. And also from the Book of God. You right. Know. Also from the list of people that can go to hell. <laughs> God. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Our prayer is that you are currently connected to a local church and growing in God's word. If you are still a member, you must take action. Our desire is not to remove you from the list of active members. We are not sure why you have not been able to make a financial contribution. But love should have brought your ass home last night. Yep. However, mm-hmm. if you would like to discuss, please give us a call in 60 days, July 31st, 2013. We will review the same financial contribution report to detect any changes. If there's still no activity, we will then assume that you are no longer a member. and Your name will be removed from the active membership list. We build people. Dr. Carrie D. White- Wesley, senior pastor, guest race. Mm. All Do right. You need to hear audio clip of him to guest the race. Are you?
1: Oh, I will definitely
2: take an audio clip. Okay, let me see if I can play some of this audio clip of this man. Damn, they're getting sexy with Jesus. That's smooth, ain't it? Jesus, come and get this person right. Mm. <laughs> Gonna it fuck it out.
0: all night. I'm standing here. Come on
2: Missionary position. Let me lay some hands 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 on you. Uh, Get on your knees. Get on your knees and and pray to Him. You're welcome welcome unless your ass is broke. broke. Then stay at home, nigga. Welcome. All right, Sopranos, come on! Welcome. You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for this heavenly treatment. Hit, hit it out toes. That's what I'm talking about right there.
0: You welcome.
2: Pay your ties, nigga. Pay your ties. <laughs> so that's the commercial for uh, the show. Uh, for that. For that. For that track. <laughs> <I> like that. <laughs> mm, that was smooth, right? Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Dear Mr. Poe, man. I hope you understood. So, uh, guess the race, man, of, of, of the pastor. Now you heard the, the clip for where well, he wants to invite people to, to go to his church. Uh, you, 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 read the letter. You, you heard the description. What do you think about Pastor Carrie D. Wesley? What, what race is he?
1: Uh, he is so black. He makes, uh, Ellen DeGeneres look like uh, no, 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 no. He looks Wesley Snipes like Ellen DeGeneres. All right. And his hair is so permed that he makes Al Sharpton jealous.
2: All right, cool. Let me see the, what people think. One who wears suits in the Steve Harvey collection. <laughs> One who is conti- who continues to keep a credit score of 520 because he is from the street. Creflo Dollar Black. Prefalo $8 black, and he also went to the Dan Gilbert Theology School. Aww. Eddie got to get that man love long Paula D. Je- greasy, greasy, big lip, ashy knee, cocoa butter smelling negra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, let's see. Uh, Eddie long stroke, jigaboo black, Eddie long victim. <laughs> Never seen that one before. <laughs> Church members yell out, preach nigga, during sermons, and it's not Paula Dean. <laughs> it's not Paula Dean black uh he made the flyer words rhyme black because he trying to ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mentioned that we were slow jamming with jesus just now drives a cadillac with gold rims blackity black black white jesus worshiping black guy preacher with the perm going to the bahamas this summer oh uh made his made his fly made his flyer rhyme black nigglet darker than the kumas gee correct answer is black, black. He was a black man, y'all. He he was up there, right? I'm, I can't wait to go back to that site. I'm, I'm going to make that a thing. <laughs> that's, that's my site, dog. These, these motherfuckers have audacity, dog. Um, all right, here's another one. Charleston police on Friday arrested a 17-year-old accused of accidentally shooting himself in the leg at his ex-girlfriend's home. That's so right. chatter bobbed himself. Yeah. Thomas Ancrum is charged with second-degree burglary unlawful full carrying of a firearm and discharging a firearm within city limits. On Friday afternoon, police officers were dispatched to an apartment concerning shots fired in the area. A 40-year-old woman at the apartment told officers that her daughter's ex-boyfriend walked into their home uninvited, shot himself at the family members, asked him to leave. Oh, snap. The teen limped out the apartment and was later picked up by officers, according to an incident report. Investigators found a semi-automatic pistol at the home and spent in a spent 9mm shell casing. An incident report states the gun had been in Ankrum's waistband when it discharged. Police spokesman Charles Francis said Ankrum was transported to St. Francis Hospital for treatment. Is currently being held at Charleston County Jail. Guess the race of Thomas Ankrum, uh, Cheddar Bob himself. Wouldn't it be cool White. if he was wearing? Wouldn't it be cool if he was wearing a Plaxico Birds jersey at the time? Wouldn't that have been cool? <laughs> Uh, so you went with white? Yes. Alright, uh, let's check the chat room. Hank and Dean Venture Bl- White. Jet Black. uh Venture Brothers White. Non shooting, shooting, spook, Paula D. <laughs> Tech- Flaxico Bears Black. uh I got no place else to go. White. I'm locking my room door, Mom. You don't own me. White. Gouda Robert. White. <laughs> Gouda Robert. <laughs> That's good. Whiter than Oprah's panty liners, ivory, Aww. cops, lying for you, white, light bulb, white. The correct answer is black. Oh. Everybody went white, man. He's a black dude. And looking at his, at his hair, man, he looked like the kind of brother that would shoot himself over a chick, you know.
3: Oh, put, put it in the chat room. I
2: wonder if he was trying to pull the gun out to hurt people or if he, like, reached for the reached for the gun and, like, and shot himself in the leg on purpose, like... I love you so much. I shoot myself in the leg. Um, all right, let's see. I think we got um a couple more. Oh, actually, no, it's about time for sort ratchiness. We we almost an hour and a half. Uh, here here's the last guest race. This is for double the racism points, Ty. And uh-huh. I hope you can get yourself back in the game, buddy. So here we go. Yeah, yeah. It's We're all on the line, sir. It's getting serious, guys. Uh, this is when. She hits the fan, and this is about when the article stopped wanting to load. When I have to refresh them, because uh, I just
1: want to um, say re- this real quick. I blame uh, your chat room for why we can't uh, curse anymore on Spreecast.
2: I thought we could curse on Spreecast.
1: Nah, they like censoring words now. So well, I, I was I cursing yesterday. I
2: was cussing up a storm. Maybe it's because <laughs> I'm the maybe it's because I'm the moderator. I don't know. All right, was, uh, uh, I, and I was reading their guest the race just now. They had curses in it, didn't it?
1: some of them blocking coons and stuff
2: oh that's and amazing
1: other, other racial words yeah
2: it's not our chat room fault really man it's real racist people fault
5: <laughs> yeah
2: Precast probably- guys three guys got us on the front page for a reason they know they're oh, yeah. like these are cool <laughs> these the cool racists." yeah we have
3: a cobb county college student in custody They say his online relationship with a 13-year-old girl crossed the line when he traveled across the metro area to pick her up. Channel 2's Ross Cavett is live in Cobb with what allegedly happened after the two met in person
4: for the first time. Ross. Well, apparently, according to investigators, he was able to hide a 13-year-old girl in his home's bedroom for a month without anybody apparently realizing it. The arrest warrants paint a picture of a crime that apparently blossomed online. Police put out the lookout for the missing teen back in May. They noted the young girl was a frequent user of social media websites like Facebook and others called Smeet and Tagged. Many of those websites are specifically designed for people to hook up with others and form relationships. Ginger Robbins with Cobb-based Safe Path says more and more kids and teens are turning online for their relationships, and many don't understand which ones are good and which are bad.
3: They create their own world. It, it looks good, it sounds good. Even when I see in front of me it's not
0: what it appears to be, I tend to make up what I want it to be. And that is the danger for teens.
4: Police say 21-year-old college student Joshua Meshrock chatted up the 13-year-old girl on one of those websites and earlier this year traveled from East Cobb to Covington to pick her up. According to the arrest warrant between May 2nd and June 5th, meshrock was able to hide the 13-year-old girl in his bedroom here at this East <gasps> Cobb home. During that time, the warrant says, they engaged in sexual encounters several times. Mace Rock faces charges in Newton and Cobb Counties, here facing four felonies, including child molestation, statutory rape, and enticing a child. A clear case, experts say, that young children online often cannot determine what's right and what's wrong.
3: Because they're stupid.
4: Yeah, and the uh, disappearance of that 13-year-old made a lot of news in Newton County and had a lot of folks extremely worried. They're thankful that she at least is uh, is back home. At any time, Mace Rock, as you saw, nobody was home at his house here in East Cobb County. He's being held tonight without bond. We're live in East Cobb. Ross Cavett, Channel 2 Action News.
2: All right, Ty, Ty Diving. Guest the race. All right.
1: I just want to say a first-time shout out to Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um So white that they're defending uh, Paula Dink.
2: Whiter than Uncle Joey from Full House. Yeah, that's white. Uh, have mercy. White. East Cobb White as grits and Swiss cheese. Why don't you have a seat over there, white? Well, he's looking for the cleanest, purest person. Ah! White. You can have your privacy in a black home. You can't have privacy in a black home. Cockazoid. One of the sons of the South. So white when she goes missing, niggas remember her name. So, we're talking about the dude. Though. Sweet Tea and Cookies White. Having sweet tea and a cheese sandwich with Chris Hansen White. Sweeter uh, sweet tea and cookies White. <laughs> a lot of sweet tea and cookies in here. Uh, milk toast White. The correct answer is White. He was a white man. Ty Diamond got back into the game. Yes, he did. Yes. hmm. Um, I'll do one more guest race before I do so. ratchetness. Woohoo! Uh, Eagle Point, Oregon. An Eagle Point man has been arrested after Jackson County Sheriff's Office said he killed a lamb on his property and tried to rape his wife multiple times
3: rape the wife of the lamb or his own wife his own wife yeah. oh, okay
2: <laughs>
3: mm. i was like how you gonna kill my husband and rape the lamb too
2: yeah a couple <laughs> things a couple things happened there that just i don't know how your mind went there but <laughs> lambs can't get married in america that's one thing we still have uh the sanctity of marriage between humans uh but not nah, uh well On am as, as far as Peter's concerned they get married yeah, on Thursday at seven o oh, five p.m., Jackson County sheriff's officers responded to his, this nigga's crib for a physical dispute. Officers found forty six year old Leland Kinky. That's right. His name is Kinky. 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 Like he was getting kinky on that lamb. He was running around his property naked, screaming, splattered with blood. Oh my! Death, the blood of the lamb.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. really the blood of the lamb.
2: Deputies detained Kinky after he admitted he slammed a lamb into a vehicle and then broke his neck, killing it. He stated he killed the lamb because he was trying to be a man. What does that even
3: mean? <laughs> I have no idea.
2: <laughs> I hope that, I, I mean, maybe that's like his grill trial, like how people test his manhood from the grill. And maybe in his area, they test it by if you kill a lamb. Jackson County Sheriff's Office explained in a press release that witnesses on the property told deputies Kinky had become agitated regarding mechanical issues with the vehicle. After becoming angry witnesses say he tried to forcibly rape his wife. His wife attempted to flee the property with their two children when the Sheriff's Office said Kinky pulled his wife out of the van by her hair, started beating her, and tried to rape her again in front of his two children. Shit. Well, they gotta learn sometime, Karen. You know, some people, they wanna have a talk. With the birds and the bees. And some people like showing better than telling, you know. I guess so. You got to say, what do they say? Live by, be an example to your children. And if you're going to have sex education, sometimes you have to rape their mother in front of them. That won't, that won't scar them forever.
3: And it sure
2: won't. The sheriff's office said two other adults living on the property were able to help stop the aggression and call 911. Kinky was arrested and charged with kidnapping, attempted rape, aggravated animal abuse, and among other charges. The sheriff's office said Kinky's bail was set at $1,025,000. I feel Mm -hmm. bad, though, because, like, what if that lamb was married? You know?
3: That's what I'm saying. We we don't know.
2: That's a good point. Now, you know, it's not going to be able to get insurance benefits. Mm -mm because we don't recognize same uh we don't have marriage quality for lambs Mm -mm. and they may have been same sex we don't know you know and my thing is when did america get so pc that you can't rape your wife in front of your children in the privacy of your own fucking home (laughs) In the privacy of your own property yeah bring paula dean back i will not watch the food network until this man is allowed to rape his wife in front of his two children and kill a lamb ah on national tv not to mention beating your wife you can't beat your wife in front of your kids god damn
3: now what is this world coming
2: to i forgive him already okay mm-hmm. i just heard about this two seconds ago he hasn't apologized but i forgive him uh todd diamond guess the race of leland kinky
1: all right uh kinky had a little lamb and he is white as snow <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, according to the chat room, uh, everybody's gonna say what? Let me see. White dude who had the mailback music mixtapes on Spotify playlist. Oh Why waste your time? You already know it, life member of the KKK with or without the hood. Gary Ridgeway, Dennis Rader, <laughs> average white male serial killer, Deacon Jones, pause, and rapist, white. Aww. Uh uh, Deacon Jones pause messed me up. Uh uh Alistair Alistair Crawley rape ritual white, one man. Wait, what? What did it say? One man, one lamb. One man, one lamb. He's a bad man. (laughs) Aww, one whose hair texture is the same as his name, kinky peasy black. The, Uh The pastor of Bad Shepherd Episcopal Church, white. Eagle Point, been there. He's powder white. His name and the type of crimes he did. Lifetime Paula D fan. Uh, Eagle Point, or Oregon? Come on, dog. Whiter than Mitt Romney having brunch at Paula Dean's house. Crackers. Oh, lamb chops rape a white. No shame in raping white in front ah. of others equal white privilege. Lamb raping white guy. Correct answer is white. You got it right. Yeah. You got it right, I man.
1: Right when when you rape a lamb
2: mm-hmm.
1: or a woman. Ha. That's all I want to say.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's primarily to serve two purposes. You slap the lamb upside the head to get an initial step on the defender. Uh The second purpose. <laughs> whenever you slap a lamb or or a woman Uh, normally it it causes them to blink Uh, despite suffering cuts and stab wounds Isaac Granberry said he would rush again to the aid of a stranger well this is an odd way to start a sort of ratchetness isn't it Karen Mm -hmm. when Isaac G Granberry heard a woman outside his apartment screaming at 2am Sunday his hope he said was that it would just be girls having fun not actual screaming But just in case he grabbed a cane sword, as he ran from his apartment. Oh,
3: snap.
2: And as he assessed the situation, he saw a man straddling a woman, pinning her hands above her head. The 19-year-old Oregon State University student concluded that there was nothing playful about the situation. When he reached the attacker, he struck him on the head with his cane sword. Because when you own a sword, every problem becomes something you can slice through. Ain't that the truth. Now, I would have ran out the f- door with my phone and called the cops. But this man said, I have on this cane sword. I'm prepared to take this situation. The cane sword is a weapon that looks like an ordinary walking cane. But when it's cur- with its curved handle and pulled from a walking stick portion, a sword emerges. A- a- oh, this it? a ninja? Attached to the handle. Mm. I didn't want to kill him, Granberry said. Explaining that is why he hit the man over the head with the cane's handle. Hitting him with that part of the sword was like hitting him with a golf club. According to Granberry, after he hit the man identified by police as Douglas T. Vaughn Ian, 22, of Sheridan, he was tackled from the side by a second man whom police identified as Anthony Bassetti, 19, of Corvallis. The woman Granberry had rushed to help was identified as Kaylee Cook, 20, of Oregon City. According to police reports, Cook and Van Eon have been dating for two years. Cook took issue Friday with the police account of events during a brief phone interview. She denied Granberry's statement and said that Van Ian was, was on top of her. That's that said he was on top of her. She said, that's a lie. All I have to say is that I'm not a victim. He is my boyfriend. So he is allowed to rape me. Okay. I guess so. Cook had no additional comment on the incident, but said he and Van Ian, both of whom are facing criminal charges in connection with the attack did not respond to requests for comment. Granberry said that after he hit Van Un in the head, he was attacked by Bassetti and four other people. One of them she, took what the, were they watching? I don't know. He just saw Dude get hit upside the head. Maybe this was part of the crew. Maybe she was down with crew love. One of them took the cane sword from him and started to use it against him. Police have identified the other people involved in the fact have not identified him. His friends jumped in and started hitting me. They pulled the sword out of his case. They didn't know until then that it was a sword that I had in my hand. Granberry suffered, suffered four stab wounds in the attack in addition to the other injuries. So his, oh. his sword got used against him like a fucking dumbass. You're not properly trained, sir. I didn't fall down. You know, in the movies, they always fall down more than anything. I just felt nauseous. He said that after he started yelping for help, it took less than a minute for police to arrive. So he could have called the police in the first place or the police could have come when the woman was screaming, right? Granberry remembers one of the responding officers looked him over and encouraged him not to worry about the injuries. Oh, don't worry, man. I've seen wounds in Iraq like that. That's that's not comforting. No. Uh, you know, normally from uh, you know, those improvised explosive devices. But hey, you know, hey, maybe you'll be all right. When he arrived in the emergency room at Good Samaritan Regional Medical Center, he had suffered a stab wound to his stomach, a cut across his ankle, slash across his chest, and a deep cut through his fingers. He also was covered with bruises and welts from the beating. Medical personnel gave him a transfusion. He underwent surgery to close all the sore gashes. The worst of the injuries is the one across my hand. Grandberry said, when they pulled the sword out, it cut all the way across my fingers. That is what has taken the most time to heal. I don't know if I'll ever get full use of my hand back. Well, he won't be getting the Xbox one. Shit. Or oh, he will be playing a lot of Kinect. <laughs> um, anyway, man, the point being.
3: Okay. Is, is there- no, not Guess the Race. Okay.
2: It's sore rashness this is not a game Karen okay this is (laughs) serious the point being just because you own a sword doesn't mean you know how to use it ain't that the truth and a lot of times these things can get turned right back around on your ass stop stop the sword ratchiness pick up a phone call the police they can handle it they do this shit all the time you're just a nerd that watched star wars a couple too many times okay just because you watch Game of Thrones doesn't mean you can go down and take on seven people in a fight over some woman that wants to be raped. I'm sorry. But that's her fantasy, not yours. And your soul was a not film involved. Crew too? Yeah, they probably had a film crew. Who knows what they were doing down there? Maybe it was just acting for a movie or a play. I don't know. But she obviously was cool with it. And the people that beat your ass are cool with it. So, stop. I hope none of them go to jail. None of them. They didn't even know the shit was a sword. All of them should be free. Yo ass had to go to prison forever. Life in prison, nigga. All right, man. This has been another episode of Blackout Tips. Check out Ty Diamond, uh, on the Hot Pot Podcast. Uh, don't forget that he put that money in that real estate. the um,
1: real estate.
2: <laughs> Cause even Georgia, that's the real estate. Uh, Ty battle at Metro. Bro- Wait, Ty battles dot Metrobrokers Brokers dot com, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. You had an ad in the chat. I knew that's why I fucked it up. Oh, I thought oh, it
1: was a- I, in my bad. But yeah, it's <laughs> tybattle.netralbrokers.com. Uh, it's got my contact on there. I should be setting up the website next week, and uh, I'll hook y'all up.
2: Yeah, come get your high interest loans, nigga. Um, all right, man. We'll talk to you guys next uh, tomorrow, uh, nine o'clock. I don't know who the guest is, but um, we'll we'll be back soon. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this two hour show with Ty Diamond uh we did we had a great time man Uh, thank you for doing the show thank Thank you for the people that came out in the chat room thanks for everybody to sign up to be a premium member that shit is awesome um so until tomorrow i love you you too baby